أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين <تصفيق> اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما نافعا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale-i-Nur by Bedu'uz-Zaman, Said Nursi podcast series. In this episode, inshallah, we are going to continue reading the first word from where we left in the previous episode. Uh, if you can quickly try to remember, the first word is about Bismillah, 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 in the name of God. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of God, the merciful, the mercy giver, or the merciful, the compassionate, as it is also translated. It is about what a powerful force this phrase is. It is about the fact that this phrase, Bismillah, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, is a token of Islam. And it is about this phrase also being the constant litany of everything in creation. Okay. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Evet, bu kelime öyle mübarek bir definedir ki senin nihayetsiz aczin ve fakrın senin nihayetsiz kudrete, rahmete, rab dedip Kadir-i Rahim'in dergahında aczi, fakrı en, en makbul bir şefaatçi yapar. Evet bu kelime ile hareket eden o adama benzer ki askere kaydolur, devlet namına hareket eder, hiçbir kimseden pervası kalmaz, kanun namına, devlet namına der, her işi yapar, her şeye karşı dayanır. Yes, this phrase is such a blessed treasure that with it your infinite impotence, powerlessness and neediness turn into a most accepted intercessor at the court of the compassionate all-powerful one, Qadiri Rahim, and it connects you, or they connect you, your powerlessness and neediness connect you to infinite power and mercy. So, at first hearing this might sound like a contradiction right your powerlessness and your neediness is where your power rests our powerlessness and our neediness is where our power where our, even where our value and, and worth rest. Why and how? Because when we are aware of our powerlessness and neediness, when we acknowledge it, we are given the ability to connect to the court of the compassionate, all-powerful one who has infinite power and mercy. 
the secret here is in the acknowledgement and Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim is a mark of of that acknowledgement yes one who acts with this phrase resembles a man who enrolls in the army and acts in the name of the state for those who, who listen to the um, first section of the first word the first episode uh, on the first word uh, you will remember that in the introduction to uh, the, the first eight words Ustad Nursi uh, says that because you are from the military I am going to uh, tell these realities to you with parables of a military nature or parables that are related to military concepts here it comes the first metaphor the first pa uh, parable in this in this first word was uh, about the desert and how one who travels in the desert the bedouin deserts would would need to obtain the uh, name and protection of a tribal chief in order to escape from troubles and in order to procure his or her needs right now we have a second parable that is about a man who enrolls in the army so it's a parable of a military nature yes one who acts with this phrase resembles a man who enrolls in the army and acts in the name of the state he does not fear anyone anymore he says in the name of the law in the name of the state he takes care of everything and persists against all odds you know, a single man is a single man if the single man uh, you know went to a village he may be welcome in the village he may not be welcome in the village he will not be able to uh, convince or coerce the villagers to listen to him to take care of his needs to follow his orders to uh, you know protect him against other enemies that might be coming to the village right? he is a single man all he can obtain depends on the personal relationship that he can he may or may not build with the villagers but if this person goes to the village as a soldier who is on duty who is charged to do something and who has a mission and who is commissioned to do it representing the state and this village belongs to that state and the villagers recognize the signs of the state and the power of the state then this man is not a single man anymore this man is the representative of the state and acts with the power of the state right so yes one who acts with this phrase which phrase bismillahirrahmanirrahim resembles a man who enrolls in the army and acts in the name of the state so by saying bismillahirrahmanirrahim and meaning it we acknowledge that we are in the army of a state or if you come to the reality of this we are slaves servants of an all-powerful one 
we are slaves and servants of an all-powerful one and we are acting in that case we are acting with his power we don't have any power at all but we are acting with his power başta demiştik bütün mevcut bütün mevcudat lisan hal ile bismillah der öyle mi now the important thing here of course is that the villagers need to recognize the state itself if the villagers don't recognize the state the soldier will not be able to go to the village and act on in the name of the state and have the villagers uh, follow him easily without a problem the villagers will say no we don't recognize your your state who who are you we don't listen to you we don't follow you if they recognize the state they will say okay we follow you you came from the power that we already recognized right so at the beginning we said everything recites bismillah constantly with the tongue of their dispositions is that so if everything in the in the creation recites bismillah with the tongue of their dispositions that means that they too are enrolled in the army they too are servants and slaves of the all-powerful one and they are going to uh, follow his command and the command of those who act on his behalf is that so evet nasıl ki görsen bir tek adam geldi bütün şehir ahalisini cebren bir yere sevk etti ve cebren işlerde çalıştırdı yakinen bilirsin o adam kendi namıyla kendi kuvvetiyle hareket etmiyor belki o bir askerdir devlet namına hareket eder bir padişah kuvvetine istinad eder indeed it is so if you witness a single person come to a town then compel all of its inhabitants gather in a particular location and labor in various tasks you know with certainty that this person is not acting in his own name or through his own power perhaps he is a soldier or not perhaps uh, the word in turkish is belki and in modern turkish it means perhaps but in uh, but in zamansa ignorance's usage usage it usually is certainly right certainly he is a soldier he acts in the name of the state he relies on a king's power right he came to the city you are observing we are observing he came to the city he said one thing everybody is following he is as a single person he is able to compel everybody to follow his orders then we know that that this person is recognized here as the representative of a, a higher power the state he acts in the name of the state he acts in the name of a king that everybody is have already submitted to Öyle de her şey Cenab-ı Hakk'ın namına hareket eder ki zerrecikler gibi tohumlar, çekirdekler başlarında koca ağaçları taşıyor, dağ gibi yükleri kaldırıyorlar. Similarly, in the same way, everything acts in the name of the supreme reality, Cenab-ı Hak. And this is how atom-like small seeds carry huge trees on their heads 
and bear mountain-like loads. Think of the seed of a fig tree, a tiny dot, right? But what comes out of that tiny dot? A giant, giant, and they can be really big, a giant fig tree from the tiny dot. How so? How so? Everything acts in the name of the supreme reality, Janab Haq, God. This is how Adam-like small seeds carry huge trees on their heads and bear mountain-like loads. Demek her bir ağaç Bismillah der. Hazine-i rahmet meyvelerinden ellerini dolduruyor, bizlere tablacılık ediyor. In that case, each tree says Bismillah, fills its hands with fruits, from the treasury of divine mercy and offers them to us like a tray bearer. This is a really nice metaphor, especially in the uh, in a spring or summer when you see the trees uh, bloom or uh, start to give their fruits. If you observe the tree and if you think that the tree is a tray bearer, it's it is offering these blessings to me from the treasure of God from the you know it's it's extending its hands to the treasury of God and its hands are then filled with these fruits and then it's extending it to me and as the fruits grow they become heavier and the three branches start to bend down right it's extending its hands to me her bir bostan Bismillah der. Matbaha-i kudretten bir kazan olur ki, çeşit çeşit pek çok muhtelif leziz taamlar içinde beraber pişiriliyor. Now another metaphor, another observation. Each garden says Bismillah and becomes a cauldron in the kitchen of divine power. Kudra is the word here. Kudret or Arabic kudra. A variety of foods each with a different taste, cook in it, in that cauldron, together. Right, there is a kitchen out there, the entire surface of the face of the earth, like a cauldron, and variety of, a variety of foods, cook in it. How? How? With divine power. This is the kitchen of, kitchen of divine power. The face of the earth is the kitchen of divine power. Her bir inek, deve, koyun, keçi gibi mübarek hayvanlar bismillah der, rahmet feyzinden bir süt çeşmesi olur. Bizlere rezak namına en latif, en nazif, ağabı hayat gibi bir gıdayı takdim ediyorlar. Her bir nebat ve ağaç ve otların ipek gibi yumuşak kök ve damarları bismillah der. All blessed animals such as cows, camels, sheep, and goats say Bismillah. They become milk fountains originating from the abundance of or overpouring of divine mercy. They present us a most delicate and pure food. <clears throat> they present us a most delicate and pure food like water of life in the name of the provider a razak right? they are not giving it on their name you know on their own behalf 
they they are not even aware they, they are not even aware that they are giving us milk they don't have control on the production of the milk they feel hunger they have a uh, you know compulsive soul that is inclined to food they eat the food god takes it takes care of the rest they don't have control over their digestion they don't have control over the uh, nutrition passing through the intestines to the bloodstream they don't have control over that nutrition then accumulating in the other and being processed to become milk they do not do that consciously they are not aware of what is going on beyond the food that they are inclined to eat they are though they are still producing it in the name of the all provider Ar-Razak he is the provider God her bir nebat ve ağaç ve otların ipek gibi yumuşak kök ve damarları bismillah der sert olan taş ve toprağı deler geçer Allah namına Rahman namına der her şey ona musahhar olur this is also interesting. The silk-like soft roots and rootlets of every plant, tree and herb say Bismillah. Think of the roots of a... Let's see. Think of the roots of a mint. They can really spread around. When those roots and rather rootlets are first forming, Think of it, it's such a hair-like, tiny string. If you try to dig the soil where it is going to be spreading, you would have to use a lot of force, especially if the soil is uh, dry. You would have to use tools. But that tiny hair-like string pushes through the... Through the um, earth and spreads under the ground biologists are going to give you explanations about this and they, they are amazing too it has to do with the uh, power of the cells to uh, absorb water and then expand and that is an enormous enormous power right but again that is not being consciously done by any of the materials that are included involved in the process the cell has the power to absorb the water there is no conscience in that there is no con sorry there is no consciousness in that there is no awareness in that there is no control over it by the cell or the mint plant the water has the power to you know push when it is absorbed into the cell no there is someone who is taking care of this. The silk-like soft roots and rootlets of every plant, tree and herb say Bismillah. They pierce and grow through hard rock and earth. In my childhood, the um, playground, the yard of my school was covered with asphalt. When the school was in session, the asphalt would remain as asphalt. But in the summer when the students were not running over it you know every day 
I would see this passing by and I would be amazed there was this uh, you know, ferocious uh, thorny plant that will, that will break through the asphalt all over and grow on it. Can you imagine yourself um, taking one of the thorns, because that's the hardest part of the plant, taking one of the taking a thorn from one of those plants and trying to dig the asphalt it's impossible the thorn will break and the asphalt won't move nothing will happen to the asphalt but these plants broke through the asphalt and grew all over it they pierce and grow through hard rock and earth why how they say in the name of God. Now, at the beginning we said, they say Bismillah with the tongue of their disposition, not with utterance. They are not uttering things, or if they are uttering things, we don't hear it, but we see, we know that they are saying Bismillah in the name of God with the tongue of their disposition. This is the, their disposition. If we go back to the example of the cell expanding by absorbing water, the absorbing of water by the cell is the disposition, tongue or disposition of the cell. And that's how it is saying Bismillah in the name of God. In the name of the most merciful, in the name of Ar-Rahman. Why Ar-Rahman? We will come to that. That's a you know, somewhat lengthy and very interesting, very illuminating, insightful uh, topic that is going to come up here, briefly here in the uh, first word. But then after the first word, Bedouzaman Said Norsi included a short treatise from another of his books between the first and the second words that's the uh you know from the 14th flash we will read that and it's an amazing amazing subject evet havada dalların intişarı ve meyve vermesi gibi o sert taş ve topraktaki köklerin kemali suhuletle intişar etmesi ve yer altında yemiş vermesi hem şiddeti hararete karşı aylarca nazik yeşil yaprakların yaş kalması Tabiiyyunun ağzına şiddetle tokat vuruyor, kör olası gözüne parmağını sokuyor ve diyor ki en güvendiğin salabet ve hararet dahi emir tahtında hareket ediyorlar. Yes, the spreading of roots in hard rock and earth with perfect ease and the growth of bulbs and tubers from them similar to the spreading of branches in the air and the growth of fruits at their tips or the retention of moisture in tender green leaves for months. Despite intense heat, deal a slap on the mouths of naturalists. Naturalists, uh, you know, we can think of this as an extension of positivism uh, in a philosophical current and eventually a belief system that de developed after the Enlightenment, with obviously with pre precedence in earlier history, but especially after the Enlightenment, and when we you know think of positivism, what it 
somewhat crudely means is that uh, you believe in what you see or you believe in what you can uh, observe with your five senses or you accept not necessarily believe but you accept and you you uh, base your knowledge and information on what you can see or sense with your five senses and if there's any idea any concept there's any notion any um, possibility out there that you uh, cannot observe to, to to verify or disprove with your five senses that's not your concern you don't believe in it you don't think about it you don't evaluate it you don't judge about it that's not your concern so it's, it, it rejects let's say things that we can uh, intuit or figure out with the intellect right intellect can only according to this philosophical current intellect is there only to help you, uh, you know, process what you can observe with the five senses but not beyond that naturalist or naturalism uh, beyond that uh, you know is born out of the observation of the the nature that is around us and it ends up attributing power to nature and at the point that it attributes power to nature it becomes a philosophy not only a process of observation but also a philosophy and it is unfortunately it is very subtly hidden in our language today all over it's in our school books it's in our uh, conversation speeches even the even some of the most devout believers in you know, islam or any religion uh, who know that real power belongs to god and all power needs to be attributed to god are going to fall in this trap and trap and say like things like especially when it becomes somewhat literal literary you know mother nature did this this is not what the nature is telling us the nature is telling us that we the nature is telling us that we should sleep at night and wake up in the morning and you know go out and do exercise the nature is telling us that we should do exercise yes there are messages uh, in the nature in the interaction of things in this universe that is there there are signs let's put this way there are signs in the uh, functioning of the creation but the creation itself is not capable of producing those messages intending those messages right the signs are hidden in the creation by the creator but when we do not acknowledge this fully and full-heartedly what happens is nature becomes the notion of nature the laws of nature like the gravity why is the apple falling because there is gravity and there is the law of gravity but what is it what is the law of gravity who who legislated that law right when we think uh, without this awareness that 
power belongs to God and if there are causes and effects that we are observing in the nature uh, are caused by the, 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 the causer of all causes when we neglect this state in our thinking we end up using the nature the notion of the nature as a veil before God's power and to some extent it is meant to be like that the causes are meant to be a veil before God's tremendousness because if you we were directly exposed to that tremendousness we would not be able to handle it and then you know, there are other wisdoms in this there is uh, you know we are in this world for trial and the trial would be lifted because everything would be obvious in the hereafter in the Jannah in the paradise inshallah and may God protect us in the in the in the uh, in the hell we will see that we will see everything directly issuing from the power of, of of God everything is issuing from God's power here too but because we may we would not be able to handle it and because the wisdom of trial in this were to you know separate those who are true believers who are good from those who are not believers or bad would be lifted the causes are what we call what what people sometimes call laws of nature are legislated by the created by the creation by by the creator into the creation the what some people call laws of nature are legislated into the creation but the naturalist denies that the naturalist attributes power to the creation to this abstract concept that does not have a reality to it called nature it attributes power to this abstract concept so Bedouzama saying is saying here yes the spreading of roots in hard rock and earth with perfect ease and the growth of bulbs and tubers from them similar to the spreading of branches in the air and the growth of fruits at their tips or the retention of moisture in tender green leaves for months despite intense heat deal deal a slap on the mouths of naturalists they jab a finger in their eyes and say here even rigidity and heat two qualities that you rely on most act under command kör olası gözüne parmağını sokuyor ve diyor ki en güvendiğin salabet ve hararet dahi emir tahtında hareket ediyorlar ki o ipek gibi yumuşak damarlar birer asayi musa aleyhisselam gibi fekule nazırib bi asakel hacer emrine imtisal ederek taşları şak eder فَقُلْ نَادْرِ بِعَسَاكَ الْحَجَرِ Emrine imtisal ederek taşları şak eder. They jab a finger in their eyes and say, in the eyes of the naturalists, and say, here, even rigidity and heat, two qualities that you rely on most act under command. By relying on the divine order of فَقُلْ نَادْرِ بِعَسَاكَ الْحَجَرِ Strike strike 
the rock with your staff and this of course is uh, from a verse in Surah Al-Baqarah uh, the second chapter of the Quran uh, verse 60 I have a translation of the entire verse here I'm going to read that again remember when Moses السلام, on an occasion when his people were without water in the desert besieged water for his people so we told him strike the rock with your staff as soon as he struck there gushed from there gushed forth from it 12 springs each tribe knew their drinking place eat and drink of that which god has provided provided and do not go about acting wickedly on earth causing disorder and corruption but Uzaman here is making the analogy between the uh, staff of moses السلام, with which he struck the earth and water gushed from it between between that and those roots and rootlets right those silk-like soft rootlets split rocks as if they are staffs of moses السلام, and those paper thin delicate leaves recite the verse ya narukuni bardam wa salama oh, let me read the turkish of this first ve o sigara kağıdı gibi ince nazenin yapraklar birer azai ibrahim aleyhisselam gibi ateş saçan hararete karşı birer azai ibrahim aleyhisselam gibi ateş saçan hararete karşı ya narukuni bardam wa salama ayetini okuyorlar and those paper thin delicate leaves remember he said leaves retain uh, the, the retention of moisture by the leaves in the summer and those paper thin delicate leaves recite the verse ya narukuni bardam wa salama oh fire be cool and peaceful and this is uh, from the verse uh, uh, from the uh, Surah to Anbiya in the Quran, the, the 21st chapter of the Quran, and the 69th verse. The verse, a translation of the verse, uh, the whole verse is We ordered, O fire, be cool and peaceful for Abraham. And this, of course, is when uh, Nimrud uh, couldn't, could not overcome Abraham, السلام, Ibrahim. السلام. Uh, through negotiation through debate and decided to throw him into a fire and they built this huge um, fire and threw him into the fire and then Jibreel uh, Gabriel السلام, came, to him, came to him as he was flying in the air and said do you want help and Ibrahim السلام, told Gabriel Jibreel does my Lord hear me? And he said, yes, does, Lord, does my Lord see me? Is my Lord seeing me? And Jibreel says, yes. And Ibrahim then says, in that case, I don't want your help. He is seeing me. He will take care of me. Such reliance on God. And God orders the fire to be cool and peaceful. And fire becomes cool and peaceful. It was probably, you know, one of the best places ever for any human being to, to ever be. 
So it was God who ordered fire to be cool and peaceful. It is God who orders fire to heat, not to damage the leaves. It is God who empowers the leaves to retain moisture. And again, of course, there are mechanisms through which this is happening that does not invalidate what we are saying here. We are not naturalists. We see the conscious act behind these mechanisms. We see that the agents of these mechanisms are not agents per se. There is a causer of all causes. There is one who creates nature too. Yes. Madem her şey manen bismillah der, Allah namına, Allah'ın nimetlerini getirip bizlere veriyorlar. Biz dahi bismillah demeliyiz. Allah namına vermeliyiz. Allah namına almalıyız. Öyle ise Allah namına vermeyen gafil insanlardan almamalıyız. So from this ontological observation, from an observation about the reality of existence, Bediüzzaman is uh, deriving a moral, to some extent even legal, but moral, ethical, especially, ruling. He's saying, since all things say Bismillah metaphysically, manen, right again, they are not uttering Bismillah, Bismillah, but they are saying this with the tongue of their disposition. They are expressing a meaning with the tongue of their disposition, and that's why we uh, are saying manen. Manen in Turkish and also in Arabic comes from the word ma'ana, which means meaning. And then, uh, you know, this then opens the gates of a whole uh, world of concepts. We will translate it as metaphysically, sometimes as spiritually, but the original word is manen which refers to meanings. And here might be a place to clarify this. If it again, think of the example of the tongue of this position, these plants, the animals who are giving us milk, um, the tiny seeds that are carrying loads of trees on their heads, they are not uttering Bismillah, at least they are not uttering Bismillah as we hear it. There are angels that are appointed to each and every one of these things and those angels may be uttering Bismillah as a separate subject. Inshallah, we will come to that too later on. But the, the, the physical object itself, as far as we can see, is not uttering Bismillah. It is saying Bismillah with the tongue of its disposition. It is expressing the meaning of Bismillah with the tongue of its disposition and therefore we are saying that it is saying Bismillah ma'anan in meaning and we will translate as, that as metaphysically because the word ma'anan is usually contrasted with the word matan, which means physical we will go with the contrast and, and use metaphysically to translate it and sometimes again we will use spiritually since all things say Bismillah metaphysically, manen, since they all deliver the blessings of God to us in the name of God, right? Everything is delivering the blessings to us. Remember at the beginning, 
we are needy we need lots of things we need food we need air we need water we need clothing we need heat we need uh, comfort we need the <coughs> company of the beautiful things in the nature we need beauty we need sunlight we need a lot of we need moisture in the air we need a lot of things and the entire creation around us in a sense is subdued to us they are providing all of these things to us but they are not providing themselves they are delivering the blessings of God to us in the name of God if they are delivering in the name of God we need to receive it with the due proper etiquette with the proper attitude what is that attitude we too should say bismillah we should give in the name of God we should follow we should follow the order in the universe we should give in the name of God we should receive in the name of God and here is the moral ruling and we should not take from heedless people who give not in the name of God we should not place our expectations on people who do not give in the name of God because they are heedless and we do not want to be involved in their heedlessness if it is barura, if it is dire circumstances dire necessity yes we can take but we should be careful about this this is something that we usually do not think about we interact we, we go out into the marketplace we go out into the world and we interact with people without giving much thought to whether they are following this universal order or not whether they are giving what they are giving to us in the name of God if they are not giving in the name of God they are giving in the name of something else at the least if we have to take we should say say bismillah while taking and acknowledge what they are failing to acknowledge sual tablacı hükmünde olan insanlara bir fiyat veriyoruz acaba asıl mal sahibi olan Allah ne fiyat istiyor question we give a price to people who deliver God's blessings to us like tray bearers when we go to the store we you know pick a loaf of bread from the shelf we go to the uh, you know salesperson uh, owner of the store and we say we want to take it and they say okay give me money give me the price we give, we, we give them money and we take the bread at the least we say thank you we go to the cashier the cashier may not be the owner of the store therefore we do not give the money to the cashier we give it to the store but even then although the cashier is not the person who is selling the bread to us even then we say thank you I mean of course if we are a decent person we say thank you so we give a price to people who deliver God's blessings to us but that bread that the store owner we are going to say is in quotation marks owned right he actually does not own it 
the the true owner is somebody else the true owner is god subhanahu wa ta'ala but we give a prize to the um, metaphorical owner the metaphorical owner of bread then should we not give something to the true owner what is the prize that he wants god wants the real owner wants from us evet o mün'imi hakiki bizden o kıymetler nimetlere mallara bedel istediği fiyat ise üç şeydir biri zikir biri şükür biri fikirdir yes the prize that the true bestower of blessings, Mun'imi Hakiki, wants from us for those precious blessings and goods is three things. So this is something that we should all not memorize, we should all internalize. And it is a really beautiful summary of our responsibility as a slave of God. It's a really beautiful summary of Ubudiyyah. Ubudiyyah or Ubudiyyah in Turkish. Our taking a position of slavehood, servanthood before God. It's a beautiful summary of our slavehood before God. What is it? Zikir, zikir in Arabic, zikir, that is remembrance of God. Second, shukr, thankfulness or gratitude. And third, fikr, reflection, contemplating the blessings of God. Başta bismillah zikirdir. Bismillah, saying bismillah at the beginning is remembrance again i have my cup of tea here i'm taking a sip saying bismillah before i take it is remembering that this is god's blessing to me i remember i acknowledge i'm now aware of it i'm i'm i have the consciousness that this is god's blessing to me ahirde elhamdülillah şükürdür Alhamdulillah, all praise is to God. At the end is thankfulness, gratitude. And then what do we do when we finish eating something or drinking something or we, when we finish consuming any of God's blessings or when we feel, when we find our, ourselves surrounded with God's blessings, what do we say? We say, Alhamdulillah, all praise and thanks is to God. Okay, there are two words out there, hamd and shukr. Hamd uh, is praise and thankfulness, and shukr is gratitude and thankfulness. Ortada, bu kıymetler harika-i sanat olan nimetler, ehad-ı samedin mucize-i kudreti, hediyeyi rahmeti olduğunu düşünmek ve derk etmek fikirdir. Now, this is a, a very loaded word and the uh, 
section we will read from the 14th flush the second station of the 14th flush after we finish the first word is going to expand uh, open this up for us and comprehending through contemplation in the middle this is figure contemplation reflection Com comprehending through contemplation in the middle that these precious blessings as wonderful works of art are the eternally besought singular ones had the summit miracles of power and gifts of mercy is reflection now this is this is what Bedeus Zaman Said Nursi is going to constantly work on and on and on and in um, ingrain in his readers contemplation in the middle that these precious blessings are one wonderful works of art and two they are blessings of Ahad Samad they are miracles of his power the power of the eternal episode singular ones they are miracles of his power a an apple that grows on an apple tree is not just a natural thing if we are going to use the word natural to mean ordinary no it is not ordinary it is a miracle of power without that power it would not be period now it is also a gift of mercy i need all of these things he is giving them to me he does not have to give them to me god does not have to give me anything it is his mercy it is his mercy that in a sense intercedes for us and he wills to give them to us now the when Bedouzaman Said Nursi Ustad Nursi uses uh, in words as we said before he is very precise very to the point very economical and this especially applies to, to uh, his use of the names and attributes of God wherever and whenever he uses a name and attribute of God it is it perfectly fits the the context and expands the context for us it makes it more meaningful and understandable for us and here he is using the the names Ahad and Samad right it is translated as you know eternally besought and for Samad and the singular one for Ahad but these are words that that uh, are impossible to translate completely these are loaded words we need to learn them and we need to understand their meanings and we can use these translations as you know kind of shortcuts to them but we should as we progress in our journey of learning and knowing God learning about and knowing God we should learn these names in their originals and try to you know 
accumulate the loads and loads and loads of meaning that are uh, packed packed in those words in our understanding in our comprehension so ahad means one a singular one there is none like him he is not one of many but he is the one and only and then as I said the second station of the 14th uh, flash is going to expand this for us and summit you know think of the Bedouin Arabs in the desert there are very you know few resources that they did it's a very stringent uh, way of life a very spartan way of life uh, and everybody needs something and everything needs to be procured on a daily basis but sometimes there would be a person who was really wealthy well blessed and this person would not need anything because he had everything and he had more than what he needed of everything therefore everybody would or could go to him and ask for things so summit is the word that describes this person and then when we use it for god what it means is the one who needs nothing and everything is in need of right so and comprehending through contemplation in the middle that these precious blessings as wonderful works of art are the eternally besought singular ones hadassam adds miracles of power and gifts of mercy is reflection that is our job that is our duty that is the quintessential function um, requirement of our slavehood bismillah at the beginning dhikr we need to remember if we don't remember we cannot start contemplating right but it is the contemplation that ingrains bismillah and that makes our remembrance meaningful because we need to know what we are remembering sugar or hamd at the end is thankfulness right but that too needs to be with contemplation we need to be aware of what we are thanking for it's not just the utterance of alhamdulillah it is the meaning of alhamdulillah and the meaning becomes um the, and the meaning becomes deeper and deeper expands with contemplation bir padişahın kıymetdar bir hediyesini sana getiren bir miskin adamın ayağını öpüp hediye sahibini tanımamak ne derece belahet ise öyle de zahiri münimleri medih ve muhabbet edip münimi hakikiyi unutmak ondan bin derece daha belahettir. You know how foolish it would be to kiss the feet of a powerless man for delivering a king's gifts to you but failing to failing to acknowledge the king 
as the actual owner and source of those gifts. Clearly, it would be a thousand times more foolish to praise and show devotion to the ostensible bearers of blessings while remaining heedless to their true bestower, al-munim al-haqiqi, munim haqiqi Now, this does not mean that do not thank the person who brings the, the king's gifts to you. No, thank the man who brings the gifts to you. Acknowledge the tree that uh, extends its hands to the treasury of the all, all uh, provider, the, to the treasury of mercy, takes the fruits from there and delivers them to you. Acknowledge the tree as the media, as a deliverer, and give its give it its due. Water it. Uh, Prune it, protect it from pesticide, pests, not pro preferably not with pesticides, but protect it from pests, take care of it, love it in the name of God. So give it its due, but, but acknowledge the king. Do not remain heedless to the manimi hakiki, to the true bestower. Do not, do not think of the tree as the bestower. Do not go out and thank the tree. Do not limit your gratitude to the tree because then the tree becomes your Lord. You devote and spend your entire life taking care of the tree and not thinking of anything else. Do not think of the world as your bestower. If you do, if I do, if I do, I think of the world as my true bestower, as my Lord. The, the world becomes my Lord and I become a slave to the world. Whereas the world is created to, be, to, to, to procure my needs, it is subdued to me through the power of the all-powerful one. So the difference is becoming a slave of the world and becoming a slave of God and therefore enjoying the world in his name. Ey nefis, böyle ebleh olmamak istersen, Allah namına ver, Allah namına al, Allah namına başla, Allah namına işle ve selam. Oh, the compulsive soul, if you do not want to be such a fool, give in the name of God, receive in the name of God, begin in the name of God, and act in the name of God, and that is it. سبحانك لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم وآخر الدواهم الحمد لله رب العالمين الفاتحة